And in verse 20, we need to repent. Therefore I went about to cause my heart to despair of all the labor which I took under the sun. You know, it's a work of the Holy Spirit to give us repentance. I could not repent. I could not really turn back toward home until a divine supernatural work of the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. And you can't either. I sat through services where I prayed to God that the Holy Spirit would get through this thick skull and, and I could once again feel His precious presence as I once had. Oh, you say, was he backslid? No, I wasn't backslid. Please understand. That's not what I'm saying tonight. I was losing touch. I would have backslid. What I'm saying tonight, friends, is I was losing touch. And some of you tonight, you're losing touch. Holy Spirit came to me and he gave me repentance. Beautiful, 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 beautiful black lady singing that morning. Simple little old song. He touched me. Hey, it wasn't her song. I mean, they could have been singing Mary Had a Little Lamb for all I care. The Holy Spirit was working on me. I began to, to weep and cry and oh, how beautiful. Listen, listen, I can't cry like some of you can. I wish to God I could cry like you cry. I can't do that. I've asked God, God, let me cry. How many of you like to cry? Praise God. Good for you. I can't do that. I've said, oh God, give me, let me cry like that. Let my heart be that tender before you. But it don't work that way with me. I don't know why, it just don't. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. But I sat there in that service and I wept all the way through that service. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. I felt like Jesus Christ himself was right there, right in front of me, talking to me. I felt so close to God that I didn't want to leave that place. In fact, when the service was over, when the service ended, see, I, I cried all the way through. The song service, the offering, they passed me the plate. <laughs> have prayer requests, and, and come to the sermon, all the way through the sermon, you know, and got to the end of the, and I just barely regained control at the end of the service. And the preacher asked me to close in prayer. Lost it all again. I stayed there. I wanted to stay there forever. Have you ever been there, church? Have you ever been in one of those services, one of those altar services where the presence of God was so real and where you were being so blessed that you just didn't want to leave that place? You wanted to camp? You know, that's what James and, and John and them happened on the Mount of Transfiguration. They were so blessed. They said, let's build a house. Hallelujah. I love those kinds of services, don't you? When was the last time you was in one of those kind of services? I wanted to stay there and I tried to, but the people wouldn't leave. I was sitting in the front. I learned to sit in the front. I told you about that before. I was sitting in the front. And I, I thought to myself, I'll just stand here. We were standing. After I prayed, I thought, I'll just stand here and everybody will go home and I can be with Jesus longer. They wouldn't move, not a soul. I finally realized nobody was going to move, so I went down the altar. I thought, I'll just go down the altar. Everybody leave. I went down the altar, nobody left. I felt like, why are these people interrupting me? I want to talk to Jesus. Why don't they go on home? You ever feel that way? You ever be praying at the altar and some ruffian comes up and starts laying hands on you? Bless you, Lord! And you just feel like turning around and going, smack! Bless you, you know? Or they've been eating garlic just before they come to church and they get right up in your face and, and rub the hair off your head and shake you until your teeth rattle and say, you got it! You got it! Yeah, I've got it. i got a bad case of the nerves. Let me go. I want out of here. It is no wonder that some people have run away from Pentecostal churches the way we've tried to bless them. Hallelujah. And that morning, 
God gave me a beautiful experience. You see, in my life I had said, that could never happen to me. Mm -mm. No set of circumstances and no situation could ever have produced that in my life. Some of you here tonight would say, I'm secure, I'll be all right. I could never become a drug addict. I could never become an alcoholic. I could never go through a divorce. I could never lose my job or my business or I could never end in bankruptcy. Never happened. Not to me. I said that too. But you see, friends, unless we maintain a very close relationship with Jesus Christ, it can happen to us. You have an enemy. His name is Satan. And he's out to destroy you. If it's your job, if it's your situation, if it's your circumstances that are so preoccupying you that you do not have time for Jesus Christ, you are too busy, my friend. You need to turn your heart toward home tonight. Father stands with his arms outstretched. I like the parable of the prodigal son. The son who ran away from home and squandered his inheritance. When he comes home, what does he see? He sees the father with his arms outstretched. And that's the way I found Jesus waiting for me there in that church that Sunday morning. Although I had lost touch with him and hadn't really had an intimate conversation with him in quite some time, he was still stretching out his hands to me. It's like he is to you tonight, friend. He's saying, turn your heart toward home. I'm waiting for you. Thank you.